As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. (laughs) We reached the climax, y'all. Announcing our climax tour. We are going to be going all over the country and Canada, East Coast, Midwest, West Coast, South. Mandy's going to tell you all about how to secure your tickets because I'm telling y'all, you don't want to let this sell out. Y'all heard it right. We are hitting 16 cities for the official climax tour brought to you by Horrible Decisions. Y'all do not want to miss out. Our patrons will have first dibs Tuesday and Wednesday to purchase pre-sale tickets with a special code given out only on Patreon and tickets will be available for everybody this Friday, April 28th at whorehive.com. You do not want to miss out. Tickets are sure to sell out and we want the Whorehive present loud and proud. Now again, Tickets go on sale this Friday, April 28th. See you there. Now, let's get to the show. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions. 
I'm glad you guys like that she does They that. be loving when I do that shit, bitch. I, I, mean, I don't really know why. You know what I mean? They like it because it's giving accent. It's giving French. And as you guys know, I'm going back. No, bitch. French. Actually, I think it's giving Haiti. Y'all know I love my Haitian spaghetti. Oh, no, Shout she out didn't. to all my zoles. Bitch, you don't even be fucking Haitian niggas like me. So if anybody... First of all, my whole sister is half Haitian. So are you fucking them? They're, where are they? Anyway, it's giving queer Haitian baiting. I'm Wheezy. Wow. <laughs> um, and y'all, welcome to another episode. It's another solo. We hope uh, you're happy. Solo dolo. Finna talk some shit. We really only hear solo because someone didn't show up. But it's fine. Because <laughs> yeah, the, we actually are going to try to rebook them. Because so the, guest, the guest is so big, we can't talk shit. Because remember the time that little person didn't show up? I couldn't really say nothing. And then oh, that, well, we, we talked a lot of shit. No, that one rapper about chick. the rapper chick. Yeah, but this other guest a little too big for us. Not, to... not only that, do you know how ready I was to come in and flirt with that bitch? Who wasn't? Babe, bro, after, oh no, after was... her outfit at the Oscars? No, the fact that the fact that I would have had to talk to you prior, like, bro, this is my turn to flirt. Actually, We're not gonna compete on I, I with will the say this one thing. The only it just made me think. The only guest that I think was huge that canceled because one, family emergency fine. Yes. That's that it's a real thing. It all happens to all of us. That when it, who it was a Zane. Canceled three times. Zane canceled. Didn't three we fly times. out, bro? Did we not fly out twice? And I flew out for this one, bro. So. We flew out twice to get Zane on here, and I'm not gonna lie, bitch. When people still ask my favorite author, she still get named, but I put her after Sister Soldier now. She go after. She not. I told one you no the more. Sister Soldier. See, I found out, which is why I'm not really a big Sister Soldier fan anymore. I forgot what you said about it. So, and and this is no secret. Apparently, I started to uncover this. So, oh, the, wait, that's right. The family of the book, of, of Winter. Yes. They, um, well, Santiago got out of jail. So they're a real family. Sister Soldier told the story of her family, right? In a fictional way. No, it's pretty much real. So one of the sisters was like, yo, basically saying, and, and this is something she said to me. I was on the subway looking at people read the books. And like, it was embarrassing because it was like my family and my life. And this was all real. And so... Basically, I think she called into the Breakfast Club like 10 or 15 years ago, basically asking Charlemagne for advice. And the reason they couldn't re-up on the book is because, and I could be fuzzy on the details here, but like the family stopped communicating with Sister Soldier because of what she did to them. And well, so, so they did all, all of the books that came after were, were about midnight. Right. Were fiction. Were, oh. Weren't real. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, and we ain't got to talk about even the name of the show. We've sat here. We've shared our lives. We've seen shows and other things being made that seem like it could be very much us. We've given that story. So it's also... Yeah, but it ain't our cousin that made the TV show. Oh, is it the cousin? Is this the soldier? Their cousin. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't think I would be mad. If Hold on, Mandy. I don't think... That's one of the most famous books of all time, black or is, white. But you, But you don't know it's gonna be that famous until it becomes famous. My thing is... I, if I know people in my life and I can create a narrative pulling those things from my life and I have the wherewithal to write a fiction, nonfiction, whatever, and include my experience, I assume she was around enough to where it was a part of her experience. She had a firsthand look. So to turn that into a book or something creative, I don't think I would fully be mad, especially when my name wasn't used. I think they only got mad because she was able to profit and make a really good profit. I don't know. For me, I think like it's somewhat violating. And for example, like Kenya Barris, Blackish is based on his life. Right. Right. Now, imagine if Kenya was 
family members with someone else and just was like took their entire life and made a TV show. That's one of the best TV shows of all time, right? Sister Soldier's Coldest Winter Ever is one of the best books of all time. Like, and these are all based off someone's life. Curb Your Enthusiasm. What if Larry David, like, I don't know. I love, I love Larry David. I, I, I think that's wrong. Airplane, I, cracking up at that little white man. I love that watching Curb on a plane. It's fucking funny. Have you watched all of them? I don't even be really bigging up white niggas up here, on here. And I'm going to say white niggas because I heard everybody in the comments. Say I don't know why you don't niggas. say white niggas. But I'm going to say white niggas just because we're a family here. That motherfucker. I tell you, I'll mother. tell you when white niggas need to come in. When we, our new project that's coming, Listen, as big as that is. You're right. Bet you we going to have some white comedians on here. I ain't going to hold you. I love me some, some Larry David. By the way, speaking of white people, I want you guys Not to tell us. white people. Tell <laughs> us who are some white people that you actually think would be fun. Because everybody loves Michael Rappaport. And he was a great fit. And it stops there. Who else is for the people? <laughs> no, who said he's for the people? Everyone said that he does a great job with appreciating the culture without appropriating it. I don't want a whole bunch of wiggers on the pod. I mean, That's like, Schultz, Schultz is one of those that, like, Black people love because he has a show with Charlotte. Like, Michael Rappaport's same is by proxy. You're, like, you're at two. Give me... I want Andrew Santino on here. He said he'd come on. Okay. He did house parties. So I think he got some Black people on his team now. Wow. What? If he wow. did house party, he was a white guy in house party? I just want him on here because I think he's kind of cute in a weird way. Let me think. What white person do I want on this podcast? Chelsea Handler. Eh, I like Chelsea. She'd be pandering a little bit to me. Um, oh, okay. um, Hold on. Who's someone white? I'd like to really thinking about. You know who I really want on here? Because she a real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga. Lizzie McGuire. Maybe you fuck about a white nigga. Well, no. Maybe I, <laughs> that one. But I would like like she, people Hillary who Duff, up. yeah. Hillary, look at me calling her Lizzie McGuire. My bad, yeah. bitch. Lizzie, come on the show. Uh nah, I would I would fuck with like a Hillary Duff on the show. That's it, that would be fun. Or, or I, I Sophia's my favorite white guest. But like Okay, is she? I, she is. Who's your favorite white guest? Um Michael Rappaport. He was fun. Yeah. Um You didn't want him. I could tell. No, I, no, 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 no. I didn't have a problem you with You had very like, no, why no, are we no. having a white guy on? Why are we having no, a comedian on? Well, I, I confused him with Gary Owen for a little bit. So I thought it was going to be problematic. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was like, isn't this nigga not taking care of his kids? And it hey, wasn't. Yo, stop. I, I swear to God, as soon as I did my research, um, yo, I was excited. You see, I was happy to have him on. I, let's, you, let's stop. I swear to God, my mama was even like, why you ain't tell me you had Kiki Palmer, Kyla Pratt. I said, mama. Gary Owen's Michael Rappaport. Wow. Bro. I literally didn't even know my mama knew him because my mama like niggas. Oh. So when my mom was like, you didn't tell me. Oh, I know who you I want. Didn't. Alana Glazer. Do you think she follows us from Broad City? I think she either okay. follows us or has tagged us in some stuff. I don't. I don't. You never watched Broad City? We've talked about, you've uh, talked about the oh, show yeah. a lot on the pod, but no. Um, anyway, yeah, definitely she got to be on here. Especially because she was fucking, literally one of the opening scenes of Broad City was her riding, what's his name? Um, What's the black dude with the glasses? His name's weird. That is not an easy description. <laughs> Who's the black dude with the glasses? His name it is weird. It starts with an age. When I say it, you're going to be like, oh. Hannibal huh. Burris? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. We got to send him this clip. I only know that that was his name. Because, bitch, I be like, don't, isn't that the name of what eats people? So we like, got to send this clip How do you name someone Hannibal? <laughs> like. Cannibal with an H. It's just weird. Hey, you know what was a crazy fact about Hannibal Burris? I saw him at the, not the Roots Pig, where was he at? Some festival in Chicago. That nigga's a rapper and a good one. He raps. Yes. He came out in the middle of their set and I was like, this is going really well. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I'm high and shit. I'm like, like the broad city is that nigga. 
You remembered him just from He'd being be fun rude? and horrible, too. Huh? You just remember him from being rude? Was it just the one episode he was in? No, no, no. I remember him from oh. the whole season. And also, like, other shit, but yeah. Anyway, oh. she'd be great. Um, okay. So, I, this entire episode was fans basically telling me what they wanted us to talk about, which, which really could be so many other episodes. But one of the things they asked for is that we dive into the unpopular opinions about sex that were on Twitter. Oh. Okay. So I have a few. Oh, wait. Are we getting right into it? Yeah. Oh. This is our icebreaker. Oh, icebreaker. Okay, let's go. Imagining sex okay. is better than real sex. Get the fuck out of here. Sometimes my Who said this dumb ass shit? Yo, it's an unpopular opinion. Get the fuck out of here. Yes, I'm talking about asexual. So, okay, tell me, tell the truth. I'm telling you. You fantasizing about sex all week. Sometimes you telling me the dick you're better than the dick I begin. Fuck yes. Bitch, it makes me want to sing after. Okay. I, do you know what's crazy? When I broke up with my ex, I was in this little funk. Had the little one young nigga, one hitting for shit. Went back to some old dick. Bitch, when I tell you, I had to call all my friends. Like, bitch, I ain't cranky no more. It changed my whole outlook on life. It does. It does. Imagining it does. dick? No, I've been imagining fucking Jason Momoa forever. It doesn't make me feel better because it's not real. And y'all got to stop sending me them goddamn videos of him and his Tarzan rap because it doesn't help the cause. Fuck. Do you be seeing that nigga in his little Tarzan rap? Ooh. Ooh. The world. Ooh. I know. I'm mad that he gives it to the world. I'm so mad he give it to everybody. Um, speaking of old dick, I'm going to fuck BDB this week. Why? Because I feel like it. Just because you feel like it? Also, he must be really horny because he's been putting the pressure on me, bitch. He miss it replying to the story. Not, Not the story. to the story. He'll like, it's just a lot more like a contact he having with me. And he'd be like, yo, bitch, you keep playing with me. And I kind of like when niggas talk to me like that. Also, I indulge because like, I'll send him pictures of myself that I know look good. He'd be like, oh, look at your hair. It's getting long. But look you at this said it was like, it was good. And you said it was big. And London Hotel, ain't he schmedium? Mm -hmm. Like, will, will he be able to tell you had big dick? Okay, one. What? Oh, you're not seeing? No, no, no. I'm just saying one. Oh. It's a muscle, Mandy. Oh. Wow. Just as I fuck one big dick nigga, you're telling me if I fucked him weeks later, he's going to know? Oh, weeks. Oh, you, you, you put time between it. I ain't know, bitch. I haven't fucked him in a minute. Bitch, I'll fuck, I'll fuck two niggas in a week. And one gonna know. <laughs> one gonna know if something else was in that thing. You think so? In a week? How many days between? I said same week. I ain't say nothing. Vinny told me he be knowing. That's what I'm saying. But that's the asshole. I was about to say the Buddha hole will be open for a couple days after. Yeah. I ain't even bending over for coochie play if I'd have had anal sex that week. BDB, I will need like a... You gonna let him in your booty? I literally, like, was talking shit in a text. Actually, I gotta read you this text. This bitch is so, like, embarrassing to myself. <clears throat> uh, I said, okay, you know we getting lit, right? Like, I want three rounds. He goes, oh, well, I don't even really drink like that anymore. But yeah, I said, two at night, one in the morning. He said, you can have whatever you want. I said, actually, you're probably gonna break me. He said, I'm going to. I said, okay, so 1.5, I'll just suck dick because you be trying to kill my <laughs> pussy sometimes. I don't want to take this text message thing too far. Bitch, I don't like when niggas hold me accountable. What you were saying? And I be like, ah, ah, ah. Oh, I love that shit. No. Oh, and don't let me fuck a nigga who I ain't fucked in a minute. And I know there was so much time you done fucked somebody else. Whole time you fucking me, that bitch ain't take dick like me, huh? Oh, I'm talking shit. Who take dick better than me? Not them other bitches. Whole time. Because I know you done had some other put some pussy. I be running. I, I don't. And I let them nigga know, I'm going to take this It's dick. a big, big dick. I'm, and never not run from BDD. 
bigger, like medium dicks? See, I can take I it. like a challenge. So I am cool with being in pain. And I just want you to oh, I even, be in pain. I'll even hold my ass open. Like, you see how I'm taking that? You see how I'm taking that? And I'll <laughs> be hurting, bitch. But do you see how I'm taking all that dick? I'm taking it all. You sound like a slave. <laughs> you see how I'm taking it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm Do you see it. I'm taking that dick pill? <laughs> okay, wait. I just sound southern. Last one. I feel like you're going to be like, oh, no. But just think about it for a second. Okay, let me think about it for a second. Unpopular opinion. Waiting to have sex makes it better. Now, I do think this is true. I want you to think that, give the timeline on what, how long you think is too long. And yeah. I think waiting to have sex is better. I think you should go, if you really feel in the nigga, one more date more than you think you should. For example, mine is normally three dates, I'll fuck you. But like, waiting a little bit more, it makes it better. Now, I do think there's a point where you can wait too long. I've had an experience like that where... Then it's a waste when you get get it. Right. But uh, waiting is good because you kind of connect a little bit deeper. When you fuck too soon... It's kind of like, eh, there's nothing really exciting anymore. But I do like getting to know someone better before I fuck them. Then I'm more excited to please them. And I'm more interested in fucking them. I feel like I like to get it out the way. I know you do. But if you let's had to, the way what's the longest you could? Let's figure out if we like each other intimately and sexually. Because even if it's not good, fully good the first time. If we feel like we could work in it and we still like being around each other after, we're going we gonna to keep this going. Um, I don't see the reason to wait. <laughs> because if you wait, then you're friend zoning the person. Okay. Um, what was that reason? No, I just, what, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Waiting to have sex builds the bond between the two of you a lot better. So the I'm waiting to drinks. excel that dick in my mouth. That's what I'm doing. That's the only waiting I'm doing. Do you not agree that when you're mo more emotionally invested, someone, the sex is better? Oh, yeah. Like my ex, love him. Best dick ever. Right. It took us a long time to get to love. Okay. Anyway, let's get to the four shit. date rule with your phony ass. That's phony. I want to fuck you, but I'm going to wait till one date after three dates. Even Girl. if one more, I'm just telling you. Yo, it's the shit my trainer be saying. She be like, listen, whatever you think your breaking point is, right? Like when you're about to give up, let's say it's a plank or whatever, right? And you're holding out the plank and you feel like you're about to collapse. Do five more seconds. Yeah, I hold out for niggas I'm not really interested in. Why? Say. Because maybe they'll spend more. Maybe they'll do more work. But if I want to fuck you, I'm going to fuck you. All right, Which let's get to Vanilla shit. What are we waiting for? So, Mandy, is the popular opinion. Don't wait. All right. <laughs> this is a very weird <clears throat> Vanilla shit. It's from mirror.co.uk. I love this. Just talked about this yesterday. You did? Mm -hmm. It's a new device that allows couples to kiss even if there's they are a thousand miles apart. The remote kiss, a pair of silicone lips studded with motors Pressure sensors developed in China promising to recreate pressure, movement, and the warmth of a lover's kiss. It allows couples to be intimate without even being in the same country. Now, I'll be real. I use the Wii vibe a lot with Loverboy. I remember that. That makes sense because it's on your pussy. It's on that set of lips. This to me... I'm not fucking kissing a device. I think, you I think we're only going to see more of this because the more people travel for work, the more we got like... You about to sit here and make out with a silicone set of plastic-ass lips? No. But <laughs> I think we're going to start seeing more weird shit like this. Mm. 
I don't know if I ever told talked about, but it, this reading this made me think about it. I think the longer that we get into like, <clears throat> or the more we get into like technology and AI shit, the weirder people get. And um, Enoch said to me recently, after Thailand, he was like, yo, like, I realize I've been working so much from home. I don't have a lot of human interaction. Like, I'm getting weirder. And we were laughing about it. But I dated a dude who, during the pandemic, didn't see a lot of people. And he said he went okay. to a place to get, like, stretched, like a chiropractor. He said it was so intense. I be going to people to get stretched, too. Bitch. I do. We know, Mandy. I be getting stretched. Anyway, long story I, short. I, basically, he was saying, like, that touch alone made him feel more connected and better. I think people like that are going to use shit like this. Get a stuffed animal. Like, at this point, you make It's not the same. Imagine how weird that is. Bro, make out with your hand. It's cheaper. It's skin to skin. Literally. It's not silicone. You making out Wait, with silicone. Wait, also, like, what's the time delay on the make out? Now you asking too much. Just think about it. Now you asking science, bitch. I do not know. This is called the remote kiss, ho. Like... It is science. It's also weird. By the way, is it is it two sets? So one person has it, the other person has it. Yeah, and look where the phone is. You put the phone. Yeah, I saw this. So you can like look each other in the eye. And... That's so That's weird. That's weird because I don't even kiss with my eyes open. One customer said, my partner didn't believe that kissing could be achieved at first. So um, her jaw dropped when she used it. This is the best surprise I've given her during our long distance relationship. Bro, it's so crazy. It's so That's crazy nuts. to me. Also, I think what's going to be cool with this, sex workers can use it. Like with clients. Don't, if they, if people are paying sex workers, they want the real deal. That's not true. Look at Cam Soda. Look at OnlyFans. Oh. Think about that. That's weird. No, it's not. That's weird. Bitch, that would keep these hoes. To me, this is just weird. Like the idea of kissing long distance and you're kissing into a device. It's weird, but like. I'm telling you, we, uh, we're only going to see an uptick. Bro, go to a club and make out with your friend. If you want to kiss that <laughs> bad, fucking go to a club and make out with a stranger. People don't have friends, ho. Okay, then a dive bar. You could always, or go to the gay club. Gays love making out. They will kiss you even if they don't want to fuck you. Yo, if that, Will and Grace taught me that. Uh, no, When Jack do. was like, Karen, can we kiss? Bro, you are, gays love kissing. I literally got kissed you know, on I my birthday out, by I one of my kids. my homeboy in Chicago who gay as hell. How do they do that? <laughs> Kiss your gay homeboy or a stranger at the bar. Don't be kissing the silicone shit unless you want to pay for an ad on this here podcast. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. 
With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Mandy, for the hors d'oeuvre, we're going to talk about erogenous zone. Bitch, and the word is erogenous, not erogenous. I said, it, I said it like three times. Erogenous? Wait, I was like, what type of zone is she talking about? <laughs> Go ahead. What do you think the most common erogenous zones are? Do you know what the, an erogenous zone is? Like, erogenous is what turns you on. Arousal. Arousal zones. Your job. Yeah, bitch. Okay. So arousal zones, clearly your your genitals. Okay. So penis and pussy, titties, nipples, neck, ears, toes. The most common ones, neck, genitals, um, lower abdomen, and breasts. You do good. Oh, I did good. Now, there's 14. Now, how do you... 14, bitch, they just naming the body parts now. That's now, what I was thinking, too. elbow is on there, Armpits is one. No, bitch. This I'm ticklish. I've had niggas kiss my armpits. It's weird. Shoulders. I can see that. I like shoulders. shoulders. Okay. Um, but basically, thighs, inner thigh, behind the knee. Muscle. Here's all of them. Armpits, behind the knee, bottoms of the feet, Ooh, yep. lower abdomen, ear, genitals, hands, inner thighs, lower back, mouth, neck, nipples, scalp, wrist. I was close. Those all and scalp. I can see too. Okay. So basically. Even though these are all common erogenous zones, there's 14, the number one thing that you should be doing is experimenting by touching them slowly and seeing if you find the partner like leaning towards you or like, for example, if you touch their scalp. Now with this sewing I got, maybe I'll do this. But if it's my braids, maybe I'll lean back. Like you've got to check out their body language to see if this is something that they're looking for. But while doing that, erogenous zones aren't just used during partnered sex can actually do it during masturbation 
So you'll achieve mm-hmm. full body orgasms if you're stimulating your own erogenous zones. Well, all I'm... Uh, I touch my nipples every time I masturbate. All I'm stimulating is my motherfucking puss because a phone is in one hand, actually phone be in this hand, toy be in this hand, and it lit... Bitch, how else am I going to touch anything else? How? Okay, this see, is, I need my nipples touched so much. Nah, this is how I play it once Just like this. Like sick nipple fuck? Remember him? That's sick nipple fuck. I ain't gonna lie. I love asking men if they like their nipples because I love, like, licking a nipple. Oh, my God. I was just fucking this nigga and he was about to come. And, bitch, as he was coming because he was on top, licked my little fingers and started rubbing that, rubbing that little nipple while he was stroking me to come. What is this? Bitch, that's me rubbing his little nipple. It looks like you're turning a knob. Bitch, the, the nipple's a knob. So he fucking me and I was like, oh, yeah, he's about to come. And I wet my fingers. Went up and started rubbing that goddamn nipple. That nigga came hard. One nipple? One nipple. I like to put it in my mouth. One nipple. Especially a oh, missionary. It, only if they're on top of me. Then I'm like... That's fine. Know, first off, my neck ain't that long. And these niggas be tall. So it, be, it be a little strained to kind of <laughs> lick that nipple. So that's why I just lick my fingers and do a little... Bro, mm. I had a tall nigga. It was so funny because he hit on me. And I was literally thinking about you because I was like, this is so Mandy's type. He was really hot. But you know, I don't, don't like. Don't be out here fucking my I don't because I'm out of fucking. I don't like them pretty, pretty. Oh, you know I like them pretty. And I was out to dinner. I was on a date. Me um, and Tyler Perry got the same type. Yo, me and Tyler Perry got the same type. If it looked like you will be casted by Tyler Perry. That's actually baby, a really type. good bio yeah. in a Tinder. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so a nigga, <laughs> nigga pulls up on me, and he was in the restaurant, and I was on a date, and I went to the bathroom, and I saw him look at me, and I was like, I can't come to the bathroom because he was by himself at the bar. He pulled up on me and he was like, you with your friend? And I was like, nah. <laughs> you a hoe. You was on a whole ass date. Bro, he was like, how you starting out the gate lying? You supposed to be a real ass bitch. I said, yeah. no, I'm not on a date with my friend. I was on a date. So I didn't lie. Oh. And he was like, oh, I just came to say what's up. See what's up with you. I was like, oh, a bitch. Oh, I hate when that shit happens. I was at a sushi restaurant. Boy, bitch. By the way, I know y'all loving this shit. Yes, they're back to being hoes. This is what we subscribe to. I just, I feel it. I feel they're so excited that we have all these stories about all these niggas. I, it's not even that many stories. Oh, it's, it's given stories. Uh, well, whatever. It's given, we're, we're dipping on dabbling in the past. Patreon's where we need to see the whole homeowner talk, the crying talk, the therapy talk. Yeah. We just haven't talked about sex on a solo in a minute. We've been giving we the, haven't? No, we've been giving the attention to the guests. You're right. You're right. Because we're good people. And, and history. Um, so, yeah, when he was so fine, this part of me was like, I like give him an Instagram, but like, that's also so trifling because like, I'm don't on a that. date. Don't do that. I can't. No, don't give out your Instagram. Why? You giving out your Instagram is that you're not that interested. Also, me giving my Instagram, it's like, they're definitely going to be like, bitch, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> um, whoa, whore. Not feeling it. I was a nice girl at the bar before I clicked on Wheezy WTF. Like, what the fuck? Uh, no. No, bitch. Busy. I do not like giving... I do. I hate when niggas ask me my Instagram. I'd be like, oh, it's not really a tool that I use. Oh, I used to say that at work. Then I'd be in, on Instagram all day at work. They'd be like, you're on Instagram. I thought you didn't have one. I don't. Oh. I ain't got so one. So, bitch, hold on. This is how I know he was your type. Even though maybe... Yeah, he's, how do you know he was my type? Bitch, not only was he tallest, but I don't know how tall he was, but... Light eyes, light skin, tall. And then mm, he said... Don't do that. How light skin? I don't like him too light. Light enough. And he said... What, what did he say? He was like, when am I going to... I want to see you again. 
And I was like, oh, sorry, I don't know if that could happen. He was like, damn, I'm going to be overseas for a minute. I said, nah, he's a ball player. <laughs> well, oh, we are. Well, no, maybe not because overseas, the season's about over. Because if someone says overseas, they play ball. Everybody else is like, I'll be in Europe for the summer. I'll be this. Yeah, but the- Niggas the, that play ball use the verbiage not, overseas. But it's not, it's not a uh, basketball season time. They all about to come back here and be here for the summer. The season ends between April and May. Unless he's playing for like- he said Qatar. Yeah, no, he lied. They don't got a league over there. Unless he's literally a native. I was going to say. He lied. Oh, he lied. Oh, wait, maybe he's in like a military thing then. It could be He that. didn't say basketball. Yeah, no, it could he be He was that. just. Because, girl, I'm, I'm counting down, bitch. He next, was really tall. Next month, uh, one of my niggas get back and I'm Wait, right. how did you go to the Qatar then with that other nigga? Because he played there, but the season is like the same regular basketball season as basketball season. Oh, well, maybe that's when he got to go visit his children that that's he made over there. Say, unless he plays for, like, a country. So during the summers when they do, like, sometimes, like, if a guy is in Puerto Rico or DR for the summer or any of the, maybe not Puerto Rico, but, like, Dominican Republic, uh, they play against the country. <laughs> but you probably know. And I mean, there goes, Mandy, with your ESP Horan. <laughs> now he is Horan. <laughs> okay. So for the horrible decisions, here are some of the things. There was a lot, but this... Actually, it was my favorite, so let's start with this. Wait, what is the horrible decision? Fan requested topics? I don't know. We'll name Fan it later. Fan requested topics. Let's get into it. This is these, A lot of these could be their own episodes, but some of them are funny. One girl's type this in. Um, dating the corny guy, but you a hoe. Now, I just would like to say, the corny guy that comes to the hoes is God's gift to you slowing down. I've met a lot of... so? Yes. Because they're showing you that, like, hey, we'll take you in. What was that joke, like, uh, Chris Rock said, like, Chris Jenner, we'll take you. She's the Statue of Liberty. That's what I'm saying. Corny niggas be like, yo, I don't give a fuck about your past. So what? You suck 700 dicks. Does that mean they're corny or does that mean that they're just No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the corny, the actual corny guy. What is corny to you? What is the actual corny guy to you? I dated one. Um, What's a corny guy? The corny guy is the guy that is square that maybe hasn't been around enough. He hasn't really gone out a lot. That's not really part of his thing. Maybe he's always in the house. Maybe he's like a little too into work. Maybe corny in terms of like asking you about your work. Like niggas that are, I don't know. I've noticed when I'll date like corny guys, they're more like, so like, you know, just certain questions they'll ask me about sex podcasting. Put the voice on. I'm trying to think of one of the things was, Get into your corny bag. So, like, do you basically, you tell everybody about your set? Like, you tell people we on this date? Like, what's it like? So, what happens when, you know what I'm saying, someone gets mad, do you have to go delete it? And this is, like, weird shit. I don't know. Does it make you uncomfortable? Uh, like, I, I can't explain it. I think also corny is maybe the long text, not just, like, the good morning, but it's, like, they kind of are cheesy in the way that they try to talk to you. Or maybe it's something about the way that they have sex with you for the first time. What? I don't know if I've, I've ever been with a corny guy. Corny. I've been with some corny. I guys. mean, I get the long text messages, but I would prefer a nigga to know how to form sentences and talk. Like, I like that shit. Um, no, the corny is when they're like saying like the little jokey things that aren't that funny, but they're like trying to find a way to be cool for you. Like, see, so, you no know, corny to me, and y'all don't come for me. Corny to me is like scheduling when you're going to get on your video game because you have to meet up with a certain amount of people who play at a certain time. Corny is 
dressing up at Comic-Con and really being excited to be a superhero. I don't think that's corny. I think that's nerdy. To me, similes. Well, anyway, the corny guy has also shown me how regular life can be and how much I enjoy that. Not corny being regular. Not the regular nigga being corny. The regular niggas aren't corny. Okay, that's what I... That's but you know I, I like a lot of Amazon, UPA, USPA. They my type. Okay. But that to me is a regular nigga. And I like okay. fucking regular niggas. I just think corny has been used so much. And I mean, I know that they've like... Corny guys wear their work clothes to a happy hour and stay out in them all night. They wear suits to the club. Things like that. They don't really have swag. Okay. They, they don't know how to dress. But they got money so you could like take them out. Which is why I guess Russell Wilson gets that. Yeah, he like it's called corny. And I, I think that like what I don't like about Russell Wilson, the the uh, Twitter argument is like, oh, because he loves his wife, he's corny. Like, yeah, no, no, no. it's the way he looks. <laughs> that bank account look good. No, it's his, it's his overall vibe. I'll date a corny nigga with a Russell Wilson. Bank but that's account. the thing, you can love and cherish your wife. And uh, do you think people call John Legend corny? He's a family man. I never hear them do that. He got his own vibe, but like Russell Wilson kind of don't. There's something about him that's corny. Okay. He's not as extroverted, maybe. So okay. we, maybe because he's a little more mysterious. But like John Legend's another black man that I'm thinking about that's a family guy to us. Who's who else is someone? Bitch fuck all these. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway. Okay. Uh so let's see. The other one. Yeah, no, I, I feel like if you a hoe, take take whoever love on you. To me, I still believe that hoes should be with hoes. Because they understand each other. It's the most fun relationship. I think hoes need to be with hoes. Corny niggas need to be with corny bitches. And hoes being with hoes won't, like, okay, corny niggas have always asked me, like, if they've heard me talk about having a sugar daddy. They're, like, super invested on what I had to do or what that means. Well, because that's a different lifestyle that they don't know about. These, these, uh... Even regular hoes. niggas, though, like, for example, a regular nigga may not know about that himself, but, like, at least he's seen enough or done enough or been around enough to where he'll, like, laugh and joke with me about it and get it. But corny niggas have lived such a sheltered life that they don't understand. I ain't gonna hold you. Give me one of them then. <laughs> I don't want nobody to know what the hell I done did in my past. Um, but no, I know I do think corny niggas can work out. Again, if you're looking to like slow down, I think they'll they'll help you slow down. The only problem with corny niggas is that the they'll bore you. Corny niggas will bore you. I could do regular nigga all day. Unless you have some corny th elements about you, like maybe you like sea turtles. So now y'all could go to SeaWorld together and shit, you know? I don't fucking know. Maybe you really tried to pull it out there. I tried. I okay. tried. I'm, I'm trying to help. Now, here's one that's specifically for Mandy. They didn't say that, but... <laughs> do you ever get the poison taste when you eat a guy's ass? And what is that? Um... I ain't gonna hold you. Like, I've had some really good experiences eating ass. Um, The poison taste? No, but, like, I'm sure if they shit that day, you might taste something that's not skin. I don't like, know maybe she's like saying poison. metallic? Maybe metallic. Maybe she's thinking it's supposed to taste like a penny, too. I'm, I was going to say, um, there's a, I, I looked up rimming, and a few people say that eating ass tastes like pennies. That's probably when there's shit there. To me, it tastes like skin. Skin and hair. Hairy skin. Sometimes there's some hair down there that you got to get past. but. Oh, wait, Charlemagne talked about that. To me, I'm if looking you at, taste something, you should probably smell something. <laughs> I can see right. why it would taste like copper. Man. I have you tasted 
<laughs> I'm not gonna lie. We gotta bring this shit up on the breakfast club. I'm not gonna lie. If if it tastes like anything, that means it smells like something, which means you shouldn't be eating it. That's not true. That because pussy can taste like something. I'm telling you about the asshole. We're not talking about the pussy, okay? Okay. I'm talking about the asshole. If I go down there and it smells like something, I'm not going to lick it. I'm going to go right back up to the gooch and back to the balls and go back up. Now, because I'm sniffing down there, if I don't smell nothing and I eat it, I ain't really been down there and been like, ooh, I can tell what you ate today. So I you've had instances nothing. where you're, you smell it. What's the smell? It smells like shit. Like, no, not even when it smells like shit. Like, sometimes it'll smell like musty. And if it smells musty, I ain't going down there. Yeah, no. No. Like, maybe you didn't shower before you got here. Or, like, and that depends on if, you know, we've been out today or whatever the case may be. Mm -mm. If I go down there and I smell anything, I'm not going Bro, to I your hate, ass. I hate when niggas want to eat my ass after a night out. I get so... Oh, yeah, no, I'll let them lick it and then I push their head away. You I'll be like, ah, yeah. I'll be running from... I'll be like, Bro, get the fuck out of my ass. I don't want you to have that memory. Yeah, me neither. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want you, you to... You ever farted and you knew you was about to have sex and so before you went in the bedroom, you just kept opening your butt cheeks to make sure all the air was out of your ass cheek? I did... <laughs> because I'd be scared that the fart fumes is going to stay lingering in my butt cheek like it captures it. Do you want to... So I'll just be like... Do you, should we mark this cheek, in case you want to remove this? I lift up I lift up one cheek, lift up the other, then spray. I'll be walking around the house like moving this goddamn ass to make sure all the air bubbles is out from my crack. Cause I'd be like, ooh, that thing smell. <laughs> you don't ever move your ass cheeks to get your fart smell out of your butt. <laughs> I swear to God, I'd be like, maybe my ass ain't big enough. Get some air up in there. Maybe that's it. My ass ain't big enough. Oh, bitch, I'd be moving this ass like, okay, it shouldn't smell no more. You really don't do that. No. Bitch, I, I, I'm, I'm wondering if anybody else does. You ever farted and you felt like it was wet, so you just went into the bathroom to get a wet wipe yeah. just because? Absolutely. He was like, let me make sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. See, same thing. Same but thing. Also, <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. I started like uh, eating protein shakes. Nasty. Them farts smell. And I have, I was Your like, ass is stank. I was like, maybe I won't be fit. <laughs> Your ass stank. I was like, is that a fucking egg? Bitch, I don't and like... you're allergic. So. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Like, dude, I don't shit or fart around niggas. Did you fart around your ass? Oh, all the time. Ugh. Bitch, you I am a human being. So? You're a woman. Wow. That's disgusting. Are you serious right now? Absolutely. I'm dead ass serious. Oh, bitch, I'd be laughing sometimes so hard a little would come out. I'd be like, <laughs> you made me fart, nigga. I fart. I'm a human fucking being. Now, when it smells, I, I have to breathe out that ass a little bit like, ooh, my bad. My bad. Or I, I would blame my cat. Bodie, you steak ass nigga. I love blaming my cat. When it's a smelly part, but it's silent, I'd be like, this cat nasty. <laughs> you don't ever blame Nina for your farts? No. That's a real one. Fellas, ladies, if you have an animal... And you guess I told you. Blame your motherfucking animal. My mom blamed me. Did I ever tell you the story? No. <laughs> so me not farting or shitting in front of niggas comes from my family life. We were in Miami. I remember it. I was like 10 years old. And I was on one bed. We were in a hotel. My parents were on the other. And a fart came out. And my dad goes, Gila. And I was like, what? That wasn't me. That was mom. And my mom doubled <laughs> down. 
And she was like, I never fart in front of your father. Stop lying. I was like, oh, and I couldn't believe she blamed me. And I remember the next day she was like, I'm so sorry, sweetie. I never fart in front of daddy. So I just, how? How? How do you not fucking fart in front of people? Because, and they've been together 30 something years. Just because you hold it in and keep it silent don't mean you ain't farting in Leave front of Leave the somebody. room. I don't like niggas farting in front of me either. I'm going to be real with you. Old Bay didn't do that shit either. He would leave the room or something. There'd be once or twice where I'd be like, was that you? And he'd be like, I, I thought that was Dana. I ain't gonna hold you. No. Get comfortable with me, nigga. No, fart. don't get that comfortable with me. Fart. Get, tell me your hopes, dreams, and fears. Don't tell me your farts, bitch. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, this one's an interesting one. How do you know if you're really horny or if you're just fucking the pain away? There's someone who is depressed that wrote us. I think it's when you want to have sex because you want to forget something. You know that feeling. Yeah, I um. When I'm really horny, I'm masturbating. I'm thinking about when it. When I'm horny, I'm I'm into even just busting off porn, masturbating. Um, I realized actually now that I'm not as horny as I am just wanting intimate touch because I have the options to fuck people and I'm literally not. So because I'm not, I'm like, okay, I know that. I want to have sex with reason. And I think we, we've we talked about that too here on the podcast. Like having sex just to fucking have sex. Yeah. I'm not in that space anymore. So I think if you get to the point where you're only wanting to have sex just to have something to do, that's where you're not horny. You're probably just... To me, that's like trying to fill a void. Somewhere. It's almost like drinking. Like, you know when you're going through a phase where you're trying to drink to forget pain. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like for me... Or, or, or I mean, there's a lot of things. There can be... If you're just blowing money, like shopping excessively, because that's my want, um, there's that, thing. there's drugs, there's you're going out and partying all times of night just because you don't want to be alone. Yeah, like there's there's definite definite ways that you know that you're doing something to run away from. Something I definitely else. went through all of those. I think when I was when I first moved to New York, I fucked through depression and that was awful because then I would feel empty. Um, then I went through the phase of drinking. And partying. And now I'm not depressed right now, but I'll notice at this age it's shopping. And it's mm. and it's a shopping habit so bad that um I can't walk down certain streets. Oh yeah, that's bad. Oh, it, it was really bad. I think it was You might need to go to Shoppers Anonymous. Twenty twenty one. Oh bitch, it was bad. <laughs> there was it was so bad. I was walking Nina through Broadway and Prince Street, where the Prada store is. Walked inside and the nigga that helps me in there was like, girl, you don't need nothing else. That's bad. Yeah, that's really bad. Now they make commission. I bitch. Was about to say, <laughs> that's he bad. probably likes when you come in. So when he's I, saying okay. that, he's like, bitch, um, you got a problem. There was that. There's also now to this point, I even made an Instagram Wheezy's closet because I have so many pieces of clothing that I don't wear. I have so that's much crazy, so much excess. I, I think that I only have two bedroom houses in both cities because of clothes. That's that's nuts. It's really bad. It's so much stuff with tags on it. I had a woman come recently in to help me um, organize. Same. And uh, you did? Yeah. Uh, my cleaner knows uh, a woman's shelter. So took it to the woman's shelter. That's so good. Oh, yeah. I just, she, I just get rid of it. My best tip she gave me. So she said two things to me, which was a little scary. She was like in her 50s, like a Dutch woman. And um, for me to hire somebody white and that much money, <laughs> you know, she had to be the best. I'm just going to say it. She said... Well, I don't know if you went through a breakup or what's been going on with you, but all of these clothes have tags on them, which leads me to believe that you just go out, shop, 
throw it in here. And you just need to do that to get through your day. And I was like, okay, that's scary because it's true. We went through a bunch of shit. She gave me a great tip. She said, you have to um, take pictures of the outfits mm-hmm. to remember you have them. Made a, made a folder on yes. my phone. That was dope. So we took a bunch of pictures on how to pair them. And she was like, go through this when you're looking for clothes and you won't make a mess. The other tip she gave me was, every time you walk out of a room, have something in your hand to put back in the next place. So if you're in a messy oh. room, she's like, don't be scared about, um, oh my God, I'm going to have to clean. Just say, okay, this belongs in the kitchen. Let me bring this here. This belongs in the living room. I'll bring this here. This, let me hang up. Just take something and bring something back every time to clean I up. I feel like that's kind of what I'd be doing. That's a good tip. That's a good one. But um, yeah. So I say all that to say, uh, you should know, bitch. I think you're just, come on. If you're depressed and you don't care about the person you're fucking with. Yep. If you're depressed and you're just like, whatever, I'm, I have a free two hours, then you know you're not hurt. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. 
Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This one's a cool one. Best ways to respect a partner in an open relationship. That's for you, bitch. I ain't never been in an open relationship. Uh, I think for me, everybody is pretty open in an open relationship about their hard nose. Okay. And I think the hardest thing to do in an open relationship is be honest. Um, Damn. That's the hardest. I think that's any relationship. I think I think that's the hardest niggas in an open relationship. Niggas have a problem with being honest. They do. And when I say niggas, I mean women too. Everybody. But sometimes the basis of an open relationship is honesty. But we know that another big layer and the big con of it is jealousy. Yep. We don't want to know that, you know, we're going to be forgotten about it. We don't want to lose you. We're both trying not to lose each other. And yeah. so... One person is asking for honesty. The other person doesn't want to tell you the truth because they think they'll lose you. So this is what ends up happening in open relationships. That was the failure of mine for sure. He knew that he could go out and fuck women, but was scared that if he told me I would get angry, was scared that I was saying, Mm. go do it. And it was really like a test for him. So there was really no real trust in there. I realize now. And I didn't know that till the end. So I think the best way to respect your partner is have them being truly honest on what they can handle. For example, I think something I told him that was my most honest thing was like, even if I ask you for all the details, don't give them. That was something. But that to me, that to me is, that's, that's playing too. You can't ask somebody for something that you don't really want. No, I would say like, be open with me. But I was like, I don't want to ever pick and pull. I know I can't handle it. So if I'm asking for all the details... Let's just, I don't really mean it. So why it. would you ask for all the details? Why wouldn't you I don't know. I was just saying like, maybe I'll have a vulnerable moment where I want more details. But if I do, I'm not being my true self. I'm just, but then you couldn't hold it against him if he actually gave you what you asked for. Either. That's why I said, I don't think I can handle this. So even if I'm doing that, this isn't what I mean. Well, that's tricky. It is I, tricky. I wouldn't sit here and be like, but, even if I ask you for something, don't give it to me because I may in that moment may not mean that. That's, that's tricky as fuck to give someone... The, the the space to kind of read your mind in that. As I think that what ha- started to happen through him telling me details was maybe I was forming a jealousy that I didn't know. Like knowing that he fucked someone last night doesn't bother me. But sometimes I would feel jealous once in a blue, not too often. And I would want to know more, but I, w- I don't know why. I guess I wanted to know that it wasn't as good as me or maybe I wanted to hear something go wrong. It's this weird thing I was doing. So I was like, let's stick to what we first said. We don't need to do details, no exchanging of names and all this bullshit of the night. Like, let's just be honest and tell each other. If he, he's never asked me for details when I was. Well, he could just listen to the podcast. Oh. Um, <laughs> he never, did, I don't know. I don't think he wanted to. I don't think he was interested in it. As much as I looked through his shit towards the end of the relationship, I, I know he didn't. The only thing he watched that I asked him to was sex sales. Okay. But that's also because I don't talk about sex on there. Right. And so for me, knowing that a man that I'm seeing could watch me detail relationships with Mm -hmm. other men is tough. For sure. The live show is not really because I feel like I'm performing a little bit. Mm. Even though it's real life, it's not like this. It's so crazy because I was just told that recently. What? Um, My ex. Uh, we had a conversation recently. And he Has he said, ever come to a Horrible Decisions live show? Mm-mm. Okay. And he said it's, it was, it would be difficult sometimes 
with being with me because he didn't know if I was performing. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, I know how you tell stories and the things that you share on your show. So there would be sometimes we would be doing something and I didn't know if you were doing it just to have a story to tell or just to be able to perform it later or if it was something you even really wanted to do or if you were doing it out of being this performative person. And I was like, wow. I was like, rude, nigga, I do what the fuck I want to do. When you think of all the things that you do with someone that aren't, don't make the podcast. We went to bars, the sex clubs, different people that I brought in. And to know that because he knows I share these things, that he felt sometimes I was doing it to be performative and to have something to share later. I was like, Nigga, my relationship with you wasn't for research purpose. What would like, you do differently? Like, do you think, because I've told you and I've talked about this on the podcast, I actually asked for consent with the, with like new sexual experience. With Old Bay, not so much because we were so, we were together for a long time. Um, and I knew he was okay with it. But with new partners. I haven't had any new partners. Right. That's what I'm saying. What would you do different? Would you, you would still tell. I would like to know that someone accepts me for me. Um, you either going to make a story or not. I was just with a nigga from the past and I was telling him about the project we're working on. And I was like, don't worry, you're not any. And I was like, oh, as a matter of fact, I might add you in it, but I don't know where you are. <laughs> but I said, you ain't got, you ain't in it. And he was like, oh, okay. But like, he asked me about the project and I, t- I told him. Um, I don't know. I feel like some guys want to be mentioned. That I agree with. And I don't really like that. Um... But I don't think I, I used to think BDD different. was fucking the shit out of me so I could talk about it. See, so you thought he was being performative. See? It was just so like he talked so much shit to me sometimes during sex that I was like, nah, you want me to tell somebody. <laughs> I mean, you did. He had a whole name on the podcast. He did. But I, I don't think it was for that. I think we all kind of do that to ourselves. I'm just surprised that your ex said that to you because mm-hmm. when you're with someone all the time, we have so many experiences that we don't talk about. So many. And I, that's what I'd be, I'd be like, you know how much I didn't bring to the pie? Like, what the fuck? Mm. But whatever, that's what he thought. Also, the other thing that's interesting, too, is like, if you give someone an alias, you really have to tell them. But the reason that I think I do is because, let's be real, if I kick it with a nigga a few times, people see me out. We're in New York, L.A., you're in Atlanta. These are cities where fans are at, or if they're famous, their fans are at. They're going to figure it out. I talked about a flea market nigga meditating and bitches found out. I mean, but that, I think that that depends because like I was just in Atlanta and every night I was with a different nigga. The people who came up to me that were fans. <laughs> Not many said every night I was with a different I, nigga. I was, it was my homies. They were all my friends. Okay, okay. They weren't anybody that I was having any <laughs> sexual relations with. And the fans that saw me at Magic City, that saw me at Nobu, I guess that's true. That's true. That's true. Nobody has thought that just because I'm with a guy that this is someone I talk to. Now, uh, I've been, well, w- Going to the nude beach with soulmate, I met a nude beach with a person that is similar to who I've described. So in intimate settings, yes. But when I'm just out and I'm with a dude, I haven't had really fans assume that that particular person is anybody, really. Especially in Atlanta, which is where I run into the most fans. The whore hive. Yeah, I know. Atlanta. Atlanta. Bro, I was in an Uber recently um, and a girl was like, <laughs> "This only in Atlanta do I get yeah. recognized in Ubers like this. And she turned around. She's like, oh my God. She's like, I had B. Simone last week. And she's like, t- telling me how um, she listens to our podcast when she does longer drives. She's like, I always ask people if it's okay. And then she said, I don't know what you look like, actually. 
Oh, wow. She's like, I just knew your voice. Oh, I'm not going to lie. When I get in Ubers in Atlanta, I don't even talk on the phone because I know I don't want none of my business out in the streets. I just be in there listening to my Air, my AirPods. I be trying to be quiet. I, I get spotted in Atlanta when I open my fucking mouth. I heard you. I knew it was you. I couldn't believe it. I was just, li- happened right at Atlantic Station. Damn. Oh, God. That's they funny. heard me before they saw me. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess we make money on our voices for a living, but. Yeah. I mean, I'll be anyway. outside with it. All right. Let's get into home a home mail. mail. <clears throat> this one's long. Fuck. By the way, guys, if you have a home mail, please, please, please send it over to Horrible Decisions at gmail.com. And we will not say your motherfucking name. We're going to keep it anonymous. We never say names. And I don't know why they always say don't say my name. We ain't going to say your name. Just I think send it I in. only re- read it when it's like something like lonely and yeah, corny. Yeah, don't. We're we not going to say your name. But send in your... Uh, send in your, your, send your picture, though. Okay, so hi, Mandy and Reese. First and foremost, I love y'all. No, seriously. I'm not sure how I found Horrible Decisions, but I found it during a breakup. And let's just say you guys have put me onto a lot. Well, we're happy. I feel liberated and so much more comfortable in my sexuality. This email isn't about that. I'll keep it short. I promise. Well, you did it. <laughs> a year ago, I met a sex dude. I mean, a dude on a sex site. Okay. Don't judge. I just got out of a 10-year relationship. What is and- a sex site? Like OnlyFans? Maybe she means like a fat life. Okay. I got out of a 10-year relationship and my pussy was growling. We met up once. The sex was good, but I didn't think I'd hit him up again. My friends talked me into reaching out. And after the second session, I was hooked. He lives two and a half hours away from me in another state and would travel once, sometimes twice a week to fuck. Before you ask, Mandy, he has a good job, children, and a place of his own. And he made time for my sexual needs. Here's where things got tricky. And here's where you didn't keep it short. Just when I thought things were staying platonic, I started to catch feelings. I started to notice he would go out of his way to do small things for me. And I started seeing him in a different light. I'll give a few examples. One, I noticed when he brought me a pear. Now hear me out. Here's the backstory. One night he came over and I was eating a pear and he told me it was his favorite fruit. I felt bad that I didn't offer. Bitches are so simple. I was a pear like the... And the next link up, he brought a pear from his house for me. At first, I thought it was weird. Then I thought, well, that was sweet. Whether you did that or not, I was still... Bitch, it was a bear! That was sweet! Keep going, bitch. As someone that likes simple things, bitch, I'm judging the shit out of you. (laughs) Did you say don't judge me? She did. Oh, well, too late, ho. (laughs) Um, The next link up, uh, he brought a pair from his house. And at first, I thought it was weird. It was so sweet. Whether you did that or not, I was still gonna fuck. And the second example, he goes out of his way to give really good massages. Now we're talking. Okay. He offered... Um, a massage after the last time we linked up, caressed me and asked where my tender spots were to make me feel catered to. And the last one oh, was aftercare. Okay. He asked me to be his Valentine. We both got gifts and ex- did a nice exchange. And he would definitely text me every now and she then to check on me. covered pair? Nothing sex related for the text. One day, I decided to ask him what he thought about getting to know one another. He gave me two responses. His first was that he'd be open to it. And then he asked if I thought our sex was too intimate and that he wanted to keep it platonic. Oh, all of that over the after the pair, babe. Who would have known? <laughs> after that weird talk, I said being friend zone sucks, but the dick was too good to give up. That's what it is. The dick's so good. Mm-hmm, the pair made good. you think. That's where it is. Anyway, she thought the pair was a gift, and it was just a pair. <laughs> fast forward, I decided since we're just fucking, I should start talking and dating other people. I ended up meeting someone and told the original guy that we should take a break. And I started feeling the guy I was dating, and I don't like fucking more than one person at once because there's too many STDs. After I told him about the break, he understood and kept in touch. I felt like we actually texted and bonded 
been even more before. Uh, eventually, because yeah, he just wanted to be platonic, girl. I eventually tried to have sex with him again. He was excited to have me back around. But before we were able to schedule our next session, he confessed to me that he has herpes too, which is genital herpes, and that he doesn't know when or where he got it and that I may have it. He said sorry and said he felt like an idiot for friend zoning me. And I was confused because we hadn't had sex in three months. Got myself checked out. After I got my results, I called him to figure out what happened. After talking with him, I found out that he's been had this. During the entire year, I was only fucking him. And we fucked raw 80% of the time. I truly trusted him. And we were fucking so often, I never questioned his loyalty. The entire conversation, I was in shock because I was talking to a completely different person than who he showed to me. He even cried on the phone and tried to give me these boo-boo stories about justifying his actions. After an hour, I blocked him. I miss him a lot and I know there's no going back, but I have really bad trust issues. I've decided to take a few months off from dating. You ladies have any advice for starting to date again? And just to give you a timeline, he confessed this to me in December and I don't have genital herpes. Wow. I'm so tired. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> She brought Bro, up the word loyalty. From the pair. Trust. I mean, she, how do we get to her? Well, she said she met him on a sex site and they hooked up the first time. So to me, this question of how do you date and the idea that you don't want to fuck multiple people at the same time because of STDs, yet you were platonically fucking someone casually who didn't even live in your state that you didn't have any exclusivity with. Mm. Y'all barely spoke because after fucking a certain amount of times, then you said we should get to know each other. You started connecting yourself emotionally based off of just sex. But this the person, only thing he did wrong was the Valentine. Other than that, this is all her fault. I'm not going to lie. That's where I'm just like the idea that now, too, you're trying to figure out how to date safely or whatever the case may be when this casual sex partner didn't start off that way. Like you like you are just as sustainable to catch STDs with just fucking one person who you're not exclusive with than if you're fucking multiple people. I'm glad that you don't have it. Um, but you're basically saying how to start dating again. I don't think you were dating in the first place. You weren't dating. You were having casual sex. And then because he couldn't the give The Valentine you, thing well, is confusing. He, he didn't give you what you wanted beyond the casual sex. So then you took a pause from that to just go find somebody else. Right. But then you also said you started to like. I think that you involve yourself emotionally although you're probably leading with the fact that I just got out of a 10-year relationship maybe you're leaning into that you don't really want something out the gate maybe you don't know how to and have casual sex and then you're doing something casual and then want something later down I will say this sis I'm not judging you for catching feelings and now that I think about it if the dick was that good I might have brought up the pair too but <laughs> that like you holding on to those little things lets you know that you really, that it was really good. Like, I, yeah, it was good. Bitch, that's how he got the herpes. Passing that good-ass dick around. I mean, I just think it's... And it, at least he told you. I mean, it, right. It is. You said that he... That he, he wait, wait, wait. You. Oh, sorry. She said he knew it for a year before. That, that, Never mind. That he, he been had it. He just decided to share... I can't believe he was fucking her wrong knowing he had herpes. And didn't even communicate it. I don't know. Stupid. I feel like... I feel like that's common in casual sex. If you're going into something, not asking anybody about themselves, about their their past, their sexual history, all she went in with it was, I just got out of a 10-year relationship. 
met this guy on a sex site. We hit it off the first night and kept fucking, even though he lived in another state. There was really no action to to getting more out of that relationship. You're 100% somebody that attaches after set me to. Um, I could tell from even reading that, like you're someone that attaches, you start to grow the feelings based on the sex. And so I think for you, the most conducive way to get a relationship and start dating again is to not have sex or think about sex initially when you're going on these dates with these partners. I agree. Maybe have a fuck buddy and actually actively date so that you can focus on connecting with someone emotionally and not um, being so obsessed with when is it going to happen, bringing the sex in the middle of it and then trying to learn each other. Kind of how we said earlier with the unpopular opinion. Wait. I agree. Let it grow. I agree. Also, oh, sis. What? That shit was long. That you, I I was surprised though. I had I, to lube I, up. But also I understood every word. You didn't like, that's not like, you be reading fast as fuck when you be getting them long ass home. I know. And I was talking, because she tricked me. She said she was going to keep it short and I'm out of breath now. Well, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. We do have a special, special announcement coming very, 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 very soon if you haven't gotten it yet. Uh, but also we're going to leave you guys with a five minute bonus clip from our Patreon. Y'all make sure you support it's patreon.com backslash horrible decisions where we drop a bonus episode every week or BTS from when we record um, at our studios and a lot of things coming. Oh, and once a month, town hall uh, for the top tier patrons. You get to join us in recording an episode live on Zoom. We have our drinks out and all that cute stuff. So go to patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. All right, y'all. And this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Bye. It's bonus B. Welcome back, y'all, for a brand new, fresh Patreon. We probably gonna drop it today episode. <laughs> we are dropping it today episode. Um, I guess we'll start off with a quick little catch up because y'all, we don't really get to talk current events, but we about to talk current events today. Okay. Um, but I guess a catch up. Do you wanna do you wanna start, Weezy? With what's been going yep, on? Yeah, I got some really big news. Talk your shit. I, well, I'm almost a homeowner. I, hey. I have been looking to buy something for like the last two or three years. And the, the way that I became a homeowner almost, because I'm in escrow, is crazy because so I went to work. I was going to go to Vegas to see Usher for my birthday with the guy that I've been dating. And then something happened with one of the dates. He had a script to finish. So then I was going to go to Cabo with Nina by myself. And I was like, you know what? I can go on vacation whenever I want with this damn dog. Let me spend my special day with my parents. So I flew to Orlando and I didn't want to stay with my mom. So I got an Airbnb downtown. This is how this happened. Wow. And um, $300 a night to stay at downtown Orlando. And I was like, damn, this is trash. Like, why am I spending so much? Like, and I couldn't believe that they were charging that much for what they did, for what the apartment was. So I was like, let me just look on Zillow. I found a one bedroom for one ninety nine, right? And I was like, damn, this is cheap. Mind you, one ninety nine right, that's very cheap. is the down payment for the houses that I've been looking at around LA and New York that I would need 20% down. So I'm like, let me see it tomorrow. Woke up 8 a.m. on my birthday, worked out with Enoch, 
saw my dad. We were, um, we had breakfast together, then had a spa day with Jewel, then ate with my parents for lunch. And then around 4 p.m., I went to see this apartment. One bedroom, right? 199. I was like, eh. And then she shows me a two for another 40, which for a mortgage, that's nothing, right? Bro, when I tell you I looked in it, Mandy, it took me maybe 30 seconds. And I was like, I think the girl even looked at me like, this you even, I was like, I, I think I'm going to take it. And she was like, oh, you want to see the gym and the pool? I'm like, no, like, how many parking spaces do I get? Like, I think I'm going to take this. And my mom and Enoch were with me and they're looking at me like, this is moving too quick. But literally in my brain, I have, I don't know, some of you guys will remember when I had a sugar daddy. That And I'll just be very transparent with numbers because I feel like for the sake of telling this story, it's important. He gave me $10,000 to invest and told me if I grew it, he would give me another ten. So at that point in time in 2017, that account had about 25K. Today, that account has 70. It just keeps vesting. And I forget about it a lot. It's on a e it's an E-Trade account. That's how he was doing stocks. Today, I use Robinhood with, right. with Ian Dunlap, right? So it's just sitting there and sitting there. And um, you can take money out of, if anyone's listening, like when I left T-Mobile, I have an account that has like maybe 20 in there and it's an IRA and you can take money out of there without penalty if you have a death, an emergency, or you're purchasing a home. So now together with these accounts, it's almost 100 that I don't look at. Right. And I'm like, I'll just use that when I'm buying a crib, right? So literally, I'm going to buy this house forgetting, you know what I mean, with money that I, I just was letting sit there. So um, I told her I want to like try to offer as low as I can. I looked up some of the ways that the apartment works. So in New York, the largest issue with me purchasing a property is you have to live there for one to two years before you can sublet. And a lot of the other rules yeah. with New York is that you can only sublet for a certain amount of time. So what if I end up having a kid? What if I fall in love in LA? Like, what am I going to do? This apartment is downtown Orlando. I'm not going to obviously say what building it is. Maybe I will because I need y'all niggas to Airbnb it. So here's what my plan is. This is where niggas can get up. The apartment half owned by owners, half owned by the building. If an owner yeah. wants to rent it immediately after they buy it, they can. You can either rent it on your own, collect rent on your own, or give the building 5% of your earnings and they'll give you maintenance. They'll collect the rent. They'll run the credit check. And I was like, that's lit. Like, right. bro, I might want to get another one in this bitch if it works out. So she's like, yeah, we'll take care of everything. If they don't pay, we'll kick them out. It's, we take 5% of the rent. My mortgage is going to be like 18. And the average for two bedrooms in there is 2250. So how I'm going to start, I'm going to Airbnb the shit until they tell me to stop. I saw the fines. I looked it up. The fines are $300 every time you get caught up to five times. And I was like, oh, it's a dub, bitch. My apartment that I'm getting has a side entrance. So they'll never see the, the uh, Airbnb people. And I don't know. We're going to see. I found a management company. They take they take 10% of your Airbnb earnings to give you the maid. Yeah, so so here, here's the thing you got to be worried about. Give me the tips. When building, when, when buildings, especially if anyone's listening with Airbnb. So when buildings have strict regulations on whether you can or cannot Airbnb, they literally pay either a third party or they're to look for the to look to look for the postings, and they're able to to tell. So unfortunately, a lot of times because they know the that's how I got caught when I was Airbnb in the sugar daddy. Yes, 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.